0: Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We are going to review Creed 3 for your asses. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Strange with this brand new
1: sequel to the Creed slash Rocky series of films. Mm-hmm. This one is directed by Michael B. Jordan in yeah. his directorial debut from a screenplay by Kenan Kugler and Zach Balin. Based on characters, of course, created by Sylvester Stallone, who himself is just an executive producer on this movie. More on that. In just a few moments. Oh, you stars, got into it? Yeah. Okay. Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, Jonathan Majors, Wood Harris, Florian Montanau and Fe- okay, Felicia Richard Got there in the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just say Claire Huxtable.
1: <laughs> Mrs. Huxtable. It's 116 minutes long. The budget was $75 million. And after one day out in the North Americas and around the world, officially it's raised or brought in $22 million thus far. Wayne, what is Creed the third about?
0: Okay. In Creed three. Adonis Creed is still dominating the boxing world. He's thriving in his career and family life. He retires from the game, having won and all that sort of shit. And then Kang, a childhood friend, comes along. And his name is Damien, actually. (laughs) He is a former boxing prodigy who who Adonis Creed used to hang with when they were kids, and then he resurfaces after serving time in prison, and he's really eager to prove that he deserves a shot in the ring, and then it becomes, like, basically the face-off pressure between former friends becomes more than just a fight, and to settle the score, Adonis got to put his future on the line to battle Damien. So, anyway.
1: we I know. I know.
0: Critically, on Rotten Tomatoes, 87% of
1: 226 critics' reviews are positive with an average score of 7.1 out of 10. And on Metacritic, it's actually higher. An average score of 74 out of 100 based on 56 critics. You don't see that very often, Yeah, I have to say. And on CinemaScore, the audiences that were polled gave an A negative on the A plus to F scale, which is pretty good as well. Hmm. All right, with big thanks, of course, to Beck and Evie from Universal thanks Pictures guys, for ladies. the advanced screening, which you got to see, along with a whole bunch of luminaries, including Danny Green was in the audience, apparently. Danny, yep, Danny Green is Carl a boxer. Langdon was... Uh, <laughs> standing in front of me in line. Talking was also... about getting up at 3.30 in the morning and shit like that. Cause you of heard his, that? Yep. I were getting pizza. And uh, yeah, so it was quite the uh, advanced screening. Uh, yeah, with some boxing promoters there doing their thing and people with... Real belts from real titles in Australia, so yeah, it was a it was a big deal. Very for the
0: Americans, those names we mentioned are Australian. If anywhere, sport people. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. that's right.
1: (laughs) So yeah, it was quite the show. And then the movie itself, went, What did you think of Creed the third?
0: Okay, I'm trying to remember because, like, in my head, nothing's as good as the original Creed, right? (laughs) Hundred percent, right? So, and even Creed two was like it was possible. It was fine. Creed two was okay. It was okay, right? Yeah, this too is okay, in my opinion. Like It's it's notable that Michael B. Jordan makes his directorial debut here, and it's definitely ably directed very well. I think certain elements that of the, I'm not, because the story was Coogler, yes? Is that right? Or Coogler, Coogler's no. brother?
1: Yeah, uh, Keen and Kugler. I don't know if they it has to be related, don't I don't know, to, know who yeah. they are.
0: Yep. Okay, so the elements of the story that I thought really worked well was that Adonis has a hearing impaired daughter, mm-hmm. and he con and he contacts, or he, he relates to her with, is it ALS, ASL? something like yep sign language american, right?
1: well it's australian sign language and american sign language i don't know which one has the asl oh okay acronym righto
0: and that device of him like communicating with her like that and they put subtitles up and stuff puts a nice facet on the thing it actually is a little bit more meaningful like you're a little bit more engaged in those scenes rather than a dad just talking to his daughter yeah. i thought it was a kind of a good device okay i think jonathan majors i think everyone says this like he's typically in the last two movies I've seen him in, he's the best thing about the movie. So mm-hmm. I would say in this one, the thing that I got from him was that when he first comes on screen, his facial expression, the way he's holding his head, his sagging shoulders, the way he talks and relates in whatever conversation, you can see he's, you know, I'm just out of prison. I'm down on my luck. I'm trying. You can see the longing he has for whatever. So that's really good. And of course, when he, you know, then turns to not be so needy and so on, it's quite a convincing turn. So he does great work. Yeah, no saying.
1: argument. I think he is the best actor in this film, at least the best performance of this film. It goes to him again. So mm. I would have no argument there. And and that's fair enough. Michael B. Jordan's having to pull double duty as director, so must be hard. He's doing fine. Somewhere. He's doing great. No, he's not bad. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's just I guess there's more to chew on for Jonathan Majors in, in his role. Than yeah, the he's got
0: fewer scenes and then more heavy scenes. So it's like, yeah.
1: And Tessa Thompson, who I think is always good, her arc... She has a lot more to do in this movie, and that's probably the one of the better things about Creed Three versus Creed Two is she's not relegated to sort of background character who's just got a few hearing issues. That's now being carried forward with her story and her arc. So
0: I forgot that she had those issues. So you know, there you go. Um, So that
1: that all, like, there's some there's some character moments for her character which are very weird juxtaposed against each other. But if I remember, I'll come back to that in spoilers Mm, because it is well interesting. Overall, I thought this film was good, not great. Yeah. I don't think it reaches, like you said, the absolutely stunning heights of the first Creed film. And how could it? And how could it? Because you've got Coogler doing his thing and absolutely knocking it out of the park. You've got Michael B. Jordan, who is an absolute star in, in that film. And it, it's got an incredible turn by Sylvester Stallone, who from vague memory was nominated for an Academy Award and should have won. Should have won that, that for, for Creed, he was, Creed. He was phenomenal. And that's the big spectre that hangs over this. Now, there are some people who are saying, it's great, good, Rocky's gone he's he's not hanging over proceedings anymore whereas for me i thought it was really disrespectful to only give one name check to one him mention in the whole film and there's no reference to where he is and what he's doing and how he's doing it and that that bothered me a lot can
0: you remind me how the second one ended because rocky was in that
1: yeah it was fine he trained he trained apollo to beat whoever his opponent oh the drago
0: that's right yeah oh so that's right, that's mini right. Drago. Yeah. so he wins that fight but then he just disappears, right? Like well, in this no, one. not
1: in this film. It's just, like I said, I was expecting there to be some kind of throwaway explanation. He's retired now. He's moved out to Miami or whatever he's done. No, nothing. Hmm. There's just a reference to him previously being the world champion. On chair.
0: one of his own fights, not in relation to Michael B. Jordan. So, yeah, that was interesting.
1: Um, Don't like it. I think it's really disrespectful. And that alone drops the score for me. I have yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I
0: think I, I care less about the disrespectful and more about the continuity of the story. It's like if, if it doesn't Rocky was the sense. whole thing for you for the first two movies... Yeah. What, he's, he's nothing right well, it's now? The, end
1: of, the film opens at the end of Apollo's career and ODonnis's career and he is...
0: You'd think they'd be like, hey Rocky... There'd be a
1: reference to or something or other. Yeah. Now he's a promoter and now he's he's training other boxers. Yeah. Well, he's not really training, he's more of a promoter. He's more of a Don King type really in this yes. film. I would have thought there'd be some acknowledgement at some point. And then when the film goes the way it does, given where we had before and the link they had, it's just impossible to me to think that there wasn't some reference or reach out or whatever... From Rocky or from Adonis?
0: I reckon they're trying to keep like it's all well, seventy-three million dollars. Here's the back seventy-five. Here's 25.
1: the here's the behind-the-scenes deal. Sylvester Stallone is in a huge dispute with the producers. Is he of the film? Now it's not. He's gone on record saying he's not Coogler. it's not Michael B. Jordan. I have nothing but respect for those gentlemen. All wish them all the very best. But Rocky cannot be and will not be part of these films whilst this producer is holding back on what I'm owed. Blah blah. That's blah. why
0: it's not mentioned. Yeah. That's why it's barely mentioned.
1: Well, they got a name check in there, so they can. Name I reckon check that's it. as
0: far as they could go with the way that things are going now. I reckon that's why, prol. I, I don't why. know. I don't know. They'd love to talk no, about Rocky.
1: No, he doesn't want to be in there. But they—they—he doesn't own the rights to the character, so they could have used it. He kind of—he was never going to be in
0: the film. He was never going to agree to be in it. But maybe there would have been like some sort of additional claim if they started making it prominent. I don't. In know, his, I, you know I don't I'm just know. saying. Maybe just you're saying. right. Maybe you're right. Anyway, that part—that spectre hung very strong.
1: Didn't for know the that. whole way through the film, I'm hanging on, going, "Where is? Come on! There's got to be something! Come on! Give it! No! All right." that sucked a bit. I thought the fight scenes were pretty well directed. Lots and lots of people, have, and I don't watch anime, so but I've drawn comparisons to anime in the way that the what? boxing fights were shot. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm? The super slow-mo Zack Snyder's punches and then the ripple effects and all very anime, apparently. Apparently Michael B. Jordan's a huge anime fan. Wow. So there you it go. Looks like
0: you and I are the only ones. Yeah, we'll aren't just you? miss that one <laughs> altogether.
1: There are some decisions they make, both script and in terms of particularly during the final fight, didn't really like Affectations, if I can put it that way, or a choice that's made. So, uh, I'm a little bit... And it just didn't rouse me. Yeah, here's what it is, right? It that, didn't. That montage is good, but it's nowhere near as good as one in Creed 2. And it's nowhere near as good as one in Creed, the first Creed. That first Creed montage, one of the best montages ever made. There's a fucking topic for you, Wayne. Top 10 montages. Not bad. Mm. That's not
0: bad. You know, the way the ending of, shall we say, speak has very been, broadly, yeah, still has been managed... I see what you mean. It was a compelling enough engagement to watch the fight. It was There were a few devices in there that I thought were an interesting choice. I don't know that it was... If you compare the original Rockies...
1: Which I haven't seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, but all, the thing I remember, and again, since, you know, have you seen it like a million years ago? The fights at the end were these mammoth effects, like where Rocky was almost dead, and then he somehow came back from the grave and won. So I don't necessarily know if that's the best move for this type of movie, but it wasn't that kind of fight. It was more of a give take, give take. Oh, he might be in trouble. Yeah, there's so no problem back. with that. No problem. with that. Yeah. So the execution was fine, and I think in terms of you know what it is, the first um, Creed with that with the one shot of the fight. The yeah, whole, that was there was none of that here. But that was in the, but, that was the first fight he had, not the last fight. No, but but like there was but there was no fights like that. And not I'm saying that needs to have that for this, but that we were dropping our jaws when we saw that. We're like, oh my god, he just fought, shot a whole fight in one one shot, and you know, maybe there's no room for that in this one here. Maybe he's not trying to copy the no, guy. Again. No, you fair know, So it's probably that.
1: The other part, which, a downer for me, is the the plot is incredibly predictable. There's a moment, that, and you did go, oh! And I'm like,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> did you not see that coming? The, you have to remind me what that was when it's in spoilers. And but, it
1: does, the pacing really lags in places, I thought.
0: It, there's a little, little bit of pitchiness in the middle
1: there. Um, but you're absolutely right. Performance, Coogler's... got Coogler uh jonathan majors is incredible michael b jordan's doing a good job it's a good enough film absolutely if you're a creed fan if you're a rocky fan go and see the film mm. get out to the cinemas it's well worth your time yeah
0: yeah yeah. you're not bored at any stage necessarily you're just like it's it's um yeah i did like it and i think it's more than serviceable yeah but uh,
1: like. that's probably where i'll as well all right that's our non-spoiler review of creed the third let's get into the spoilers on the other side of jack you can't handle the truth And the truth is that Michael B. Jordan's got a career as a director ahead of him, I think. Sure. So, good on him. Yeah. Can I also say, these two, someone needs to cast Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan in some kind of action romp. Because these two, man, are
0: jacked AF. I was going to say, that thing is... Especially Jonathan Majors. Because Jonathan Majors doesn't look like he's like... Michael B. Jordan, you can tell he's this lean motherfucker. And then when you see Michael B. Jordan's, even all all the Creed films, I'm like... If there's a body you're you're looking to emulate, that would be the oh one. Oh my god, he's you know I mean? so
1: he's jacked, cut. Yeah, he he's really fucking <laughs> yeah, hot. He's. Right, and there's talk he's going to be the new Superman, the new in the new. That's been a long-standing rumor. Yeah. he
0: should be. Sure,
1: cannot see why he wouldn't be. I'm on board. He's incredible. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and and he's got the acting chops to carry it too. You know,
0: he was in The Wire. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 As like as a kid, I'm like, shit, that's Michael Jordan. Do you know Jonathan Majors had never been in a major Hollywood release before 2017. This man has carved this position he's in within six years.
0: So wait, we first see him in that in that HG Lovecraft fucking show. What was it called? Whatever it was called.
1: Yeah, Lovecraft County. Lovecraft County. Right. So that's the first time I ever saw him. Right. No, he was in something else before him. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. Okay, but it was really soon before it.
0: Well, this is the thing. Here's a guy who's like you're this this character actor slash sort of like potentially leading man character because. Jonathan Majors, there's something about his face, right? He doesn't look like... He's not, like, classically handsome or anything no. like that. So Michael B. Jordan is, right? Yep. Uh, and this guy actually has kind of a saggy face. and He looks world-weary, but then, like, you know, he jacks up for this. And it's actually his execution that mm-hmm. makes him special. And I loved him mostly in the Loki when I see, oh, my God, he's playing this sort of, like, playful Kang character. And I'm like, oh, he's actually having fun with this role, and I really like watching him. So that's what it is about him. He's fun to watch.
1: He's into um, Five Bloods as well. He was good in that. Is he? Mm. It was, was a son of, I can't remember which was character it was. Was him? Yeah.
0: See, there you go. Mind you, that movie sucked. So no, it didn't. Yeah, it no, it
1: didn't. It was good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, good call. Good so call. So
1: I think, geez, come on, Hollywood, please put these guys together. And, and apparently yeah. they're good mates now. I was All reading right? an article with Jonathan Majors today just commenting on how it became quite competitive between the two of them. They really grew this, because it was director talking to an actor, but it was also these characters who are completely at, at loggerheads. And he said, Shift in my head, I had to make a lot, and it was tough at times Mm. because I really respect Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, but then you got to hate. I hate his character. Well, I hate his character. character. I want. I want to put his character in his place. Exactly. So, and this—that's what's really interesting about this film. That he's not wrong as the bad guy, as the villain. He's coming from a place where he's totally like he's gone to jail protecting his young friend, Mm
0: -hmm. and there's nothing
1: that. Young Michael B. Jordan, sorry, young Adonis Creed could have done to get him out of jail. No,
0: all he did was get away.
1: Yeah, so but then he didn't. He didn't follow up in any way. Well, that was and I the, know the mum hid the hid the letters and whatever, but still, wouldn't you be like, i got to go see my friend, my boy, in prison?
0: I, yes, but I could also see a, a, you know, a young man who doesn't know what's going on and doesn't know himself, and then it's like the pain of having to go to prison and reconnect with the guy might scare you off before you uh, knew what kind of man yeah, you
1: were. I hear what you're saying, but I still think it's a shit move. No, I think it's a shit move, and, and but so that's the whole point. When, the reason he
0: gave him a shot is because he's still guilty about yes, it. Yes,
1: and when Damien comes out. So that all plays really, mm, really well. And yeah. When he's saying, you got to you got to show it the title for no good reason. I want to show that the title because, okay, it's been 20 years and the script asks you to believe that Creed's retired because he's too old and can't hack it at that level anymore. But is older, is older and hasn't boxed professionally for 20 years and yet we're supposed to believe that. The other thing the script does, which is kind of interesting, is it jumps forward, not just from the, the flashback starting, but it keeps jumping forward in time without really telling you in, during the script. So we see the last fight that Creed has. And then his daughter now is a whole bunch of years older and he's relating to it, kind of like the dad of the house and whatever else. And then and then we jump forward again after all this time he's training. So there's a lot of time jumps in this film and it does get a little bit like, huh, what? where are we again here?
0: It does do that. What I, I... I don't think I had a problem with that necessarily, but what I wanted to talk about was that if, in a way, Jonathan Majors is... the Sorry, Damien, his character, he really does actually win off his own merit, but... He's something of a dirty fighter. Oh, he's a 100% dirty fighter. The film makes okay. no
1: bones about that. Right. And it was kind of odd that they didn't play that harder in the final fight with Creed. I thought they were really going to hammer that home, and he didn't. He did a few slightly cheap shots to an area, but it didn't emphasize it. And also, the thing that really blew my mind is they set this up through the early part of the film. No one said Checkmate. Because this is Checkmate, Checkmate, Checkmate. And well, then he, he didn't have that at the very end.
0: Was it Checkmate? A, was it a thing, a device? I did I forget it okay. I Am I making that
1: up? No, I'm pretty sure that the first fight is like, Oh yeah, got him checkmate.
0: Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When when he when he's watching in here and yeah, when yeah. Madonnas
1: wins that fight against the guy from the first film, yeah. Checkmate, bam, got yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they didn't play that out again, which was odd. This is the thing, though. I'm not right? dropping a score for him. I'm Just like, oh, that's a... No, no, decision. I know
0: what you mean. I know what you mean. But like the uh, the thing that I got was like the way that they made him because the transition from him being a, a, a guy who I uh, really want a shot, I really want a shot, and then Michael B. Jordan's on his side, and then he finally gets a shot in the ring, which we find out are through nefarious sort of like measures that he got his. Well, that's, prison that's mate. the
1: part I'm saying, which I knew clearly. You he knew. Set this up with his. Buddies, I didn't know that, and you didn't. No, nope, like, I didn't know oh. that. I'm like that had to be. You know
0: me. I like to turn my brain off <laughs> <laughs> in life, but also in movies. So. <laughs> But like, um, <laughs> um, but that was the, the thing though. That, but when he finally, so when Jonathan Major finally gets his shot against the hip, the whatever the champ guy, who's yep. the who, by the way, is like is half the maybe size. fucking twenty kilos short, like light. I I'm not sure those two are in the same like that. Like that, that the, the white dude. I'm like. He's heavyweight. Well, no, it was Latino, dude, but yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They're all white to me, Paul. Um, so, <laughs> um, but he's like, that's heavyweight? I know what a heavyweight looks like, and it doesn't look like that. No, I agree. Like that that like, was some strange casting. Fly featherweight, maybe, you know? Like, anyway. So, okay, fine. That happens, right? Then when he's doing it, he fucking elbows him, right? And, and then it's just a warning. I'm like, yo! I don't know enough about boxing to know if that's an automatic, you're out,
1: but it seems pretty full on. It's
0: very full on. And um, then he's like hitting him in the underarm and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there going to myself, well, if that's his tactic and it worked and it came through, then I guess he won, you know? But you as the audience member are going, oh, this guy's dirty. But then again, if the heavyweight guy, the, the, the champion, was actually good, he'd have been able to get around for that. The, the, the elbows
1: won another thing entirely, but I don't think... Elbow's it's, different, but the hitting I, the arm, like, I don't know I, I guess, are you allowed to do that? Is it, are you only supposed to punch into the, into the torso or the face? Well, I know you, you can't, can't punch below the belt...
0: Yeah, I don't know. There was one Rocky movie where he got hit in the hip by someone, and it fucked up the guy. That's below the belt. It, it, well, hip is slightly higher than the belt. You can, the hip bone, uh, okay. hip bone. Yeah, okay. yeah? Yep. but it can fuck up the other guy, and you can go off. Anyway, point is that it was. I, I guess what happened after that was like, all of a sudden, this 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 down in his luck Jonathan Majors character who has no one in the world. All of a sudden, he's at a beach with all of his homies, or his Wu Kang clan, as I call them. Yes, that was a
1: <laughs> strange jump in the all script. Of, yeah,
0: it's like, hey, all my people are here. And these ex-cons, presumably. You and know, at that point, he almost disappears
1: from the film, and we're just hearing him say, you know, call into the, the talk show and whatever. And it's, it's really... A weird part of the script too. He's been such a presence all the way through, and now he's the bad guy. We don't need to see him anymore. We just need to see how Creed reacts. Uh, I guess
0: I'm okay with that. What's more, an issue is that Creed goes on this Stephen K or this Stephen Amos, whatever show that 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 commentator calls in and calls in, and then he. But then he's like, "Why are you here? Oh, I'm going to." Basically, he's there to the Damien guy is trash talking him all over the press, and then he bites and goes (laughs) on a TV show, and then he gets a call in, and now he's on the spot, and now he and then he's like. I challenge you. I'm like, yo, you just got sucked into that position, yep. bro. You got absolutely like played you like a fucking violin. So I'm like, honestly, if you were already the champ and you had everything to prove, you'd be like, you know what? If that's what you want, buddy, if that's what you want to say, you want to lie about me? How about all yours? You have at it, okay? I don't need to prove shit to you because I proved it to you already. Yeah, I,
1: I am the undisputed world champion right. when I retired.
0: I already fucking did yeah. this. I ain't doing it again because I can't be bothered. Then we don't have a film, so... I know! (laughs) It just seems like a very... If it was, like, a better reason for him to fight, I would have bought it more, but okay. A couple other little
1: things. Then the daughter has a little part where she punches the shit out of a bully. Yeah. And then, you know, Tessa Thompson saying, we can't be teaching our daughter this, and then later on he just teaches her how to throw punches and whatever. like, that arc didn't seem to be fully realized to me
0: at all. I was actually going to ask you about that as a father of a daughter, because I'm like... She can't be like doing, but didn't the girl fuck with her first? Like, girl yeah, tore girl up her shit. Type of shit. I'm like, punch that bitch.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not a father. I ball. probably wouldn't be saying to my daughter, punch that bit but like, I coach my daughter's netball team. There and, you go. And when the girls are now starting to say, some of the other teams are starting to get physical. They're starting to do bumping. Throw elbows. And no, I'm not throwing elbows, starting to bump <laughs> and, and nudge and push with their bodies. And I'm like, okay, do it back. Right? Because, well, the, you can't stop the mel- other team from doing that. And if you're just going to be like, timid, like, oh,
0: that's right. So she needs to stand up on some you need level. To, now you need to So start. Michael B. Jordan is like, yo, hey, if that's how she does it, that's how she does, man. Like she can't not Arguably do anything. Arguably
1: the bully didn't punch her in the face first. So that's a bit too far. I'd be like But me. what do you do? Go and back, be back and tear up her shit? I guess and you do. It, well,
0: yeah.
1: I'd rather that than punching someone in the face.
0: <laughs> how about a kick in the clam? No. <laughs> okay. So then what if <laughs> <laughs> are-
1: <laughs> well, My point is that... <laughs> no violence. Yeah, yes, you can't anyway. get into the... like Within the rules of the game, I guess you can nudge or whatever and get away with it. But you can't be throwing haymakers the moment someone throw, nudges you in the side knocks Still, your balance like I bet
0: you should have done it again you know what I'm saying probably
1: <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't play again that's the problem and then yeah, hi, okay. who's coaching this team where'd you get that Where did, who told you to do that the coach right you ain't coaching no more I'm
0: so glad that the two of us you're the father
1: <laughs> alright <laughs> the last thing was in that big final fight then and I guess this, the montage is fine like I said it's just not as good as the ones that we've seen before and I wasn't as like yeah maybe it's because Damien has a real point. He becomes a prick about it. He becomes a, a an arrogant asshole about it. But the genuine reason for what he's doing, why he's doing it, he's not wrong. I went down for you, backing you up, and you got a chance out of nothing, and I want a chance out of nothing. Now you can you can give that to me. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That is fine. I, mean, I didn't I didn't hate him. I didn't like him. I didn't hate him, and I don't know. And sometimes Creed's a bit of a prick himself. He's kind of you know, stuck up his own ass.
0: Yeah, and that's why at the very end, the scene where they actually sit in next yeah. to each other with their thing and says, "Okay, man, it's all you." And it's like, you know, this isn't on you. And then Michael Borden just, you know, that shit you did, yeah, that's not on you either. Yeah. Like that was a really good Come moment. Come look me up or something, rather, if you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that was, was a nice. A, that was a nice moment. I agree. Yeah.
1: The one decision I didn't really like is when they went into their own heads and the whole shitty CG. Everyone else is is gone.
0: Ah, it's, let's talk about that. Okay, final fight at the end. Didn't oh, like it. They're punching each other, and all of a sudden. Sh- The crowds disappeared. And now they're in a ring together. Just boxing to each other. Now... That was an interesting choice. Yep, I knew that's what it, you're referring to. But it deflates the excitement of the f- stakes that they're actually at at the moment, which is in front of the world stage. Mm-hmm. It's something to say, okay, this is just you and me. It's personal. I think that's what that scene was saying. But I think it actually took away from the effect. So Yeah, I agree. I, agree. Yeah, I, so. I, I enjoyed the break from all the hecticness. But to be honest with you, I don't know if that was the right move. It mm. wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, I, I saw what,
1: as you said, what they were going for, what he was going for there, but it just felt like, eh.
0: Yeah, it just it, it served to, to ramp down instead of up the scene. Mm. So yeah.
1: All right. I don't got too much more to say about
0: Creed three. You? Nope, that's it. What are your score on this one, Wayne? I'm gonna go with a sixty.
1: I'm slightly higher than you after all that. I'm all going right. with a
0: 62. 62. All 62. Right. So we're yeah, right yeah. there
1: around about the same reaction for us.
0: Boxing fan, recommend.
1: Absolutely. Fan of the original films, recommend. Recommend. I think this is slightly better. I can't remember what I scored Creed two. Probably around about the same, but I think this is a slightly this better film. This is a slightly better film. It just doesn't, the end fight and the training montage, not as good. Everything else about this film is I want to better. go back and
0: visit that montage. So,
1: the original Creed montage, again, is just stand up, heart sore, tingles down the back of your I neck. I can't remember it. i got to see it. So good. Okay. So, so good. That's our review of Creed 3. What did you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know by email at the Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our website, thecountdownpodcast.com, for links to everything else, including our Patreon, including our merch store including, well, all things Countdown. Damn right. And the Facebook is going to be links in the show notes for discussions and fun shit around the show and the things that we watch. That's all from us today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been the Soundboard.
0: I stand resolute, motherfucker.
1: In the ring. Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you next time. See ya.